Hello and welcome to the show. This is the Sales for the Nigerian Business Person podcast. It's available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple iTunes, or any podcast player of your choice. So subscribe for free once you're done listening to this episode, just in case you're using your web browser to listen. Today on the show, we have audio recordings from the WhatsApp School of Business program that I advertised on Saturday, the 15th of July, 2023. The goal of the program was to introduce folks to the fundamentals of doing business in Nigeria and to show how sales and business development principles can help you overcome the harsh landscape of doing business in our dearly beloved country. I also wanted to answer general business questions posed by the participants and the program was delivered entirely over WhatsApp for the course of more than one week. And this is an example of how you can get truly convenient business education in your pocket and learning over WhatsApp at your convenience. If you love what you hear on the podcast and you like daily access to me uh, to ask me questions related on how to sell in your business, then the WhatsApp Coaching Club is now open and the investment required for that is only 5,000 Naira a month. You ask me anything, I give you answers and assignments to move your business forward. So if you're interested, hit me up on the socials. Don't worry about how to spell my name. I spend most of my time on LinkedIn and my name, Tabashima Ayede is uh, the correct spelling. You can find it in the web browser where you're currently listening to this episode. You see the spelling of my name, the email address, and the photo. And it's also in the profile of the podcast app where you're currently listening to my voice. So Tavashima Ayede, the correct spelling of the name, is there. So if you're interested in the 5K, uh, um, the WhatsApp coaching club, the 5K monthly investment, then let me know. Hit me up. Send me a message on 080-6466-2140. The country code for Nigeria is plus 234. And for those of you who are trying to save to start a business, I'm affiliated with a reputable financial institution in Nigeria that has 504 billion Naira in assets. And what that means is they're not going to go broke anytime soon. They're a secure organization to work with. They're not going to run away with your money anytime soon. They're the business of protecting and guaranteeing your savings. This is not a bank, so you're not going to have an ATM card. You're not going to get hit by lots of miscellaneous fees. And you're going to get um, an interesting, or rather, you're going to get uh, an improvement on the interest that you get from regular um, savings um, banks in Nigeria. And then, of course, this is safer than using loan sharks for the capital to start your business. Because loan sharks are going to want to embarrass you and your whole family. And they want you to put your father and your mother up as uh, credit. Sorry, not credit. What's that word? As collateral um, for the loan. So if you're interested, then hit me up on 080-6466-2140 to get started on saving towards your dream. Now remember, it doesn't have to be saving towards a business. Any savings plan will do. People have saved this organization for their children's education. Let's say like me, you have kids in primary school and you're wondering about secondary school and the all expensive university education. And then of course, folks like my mom, saving towards retirement. So if you're interested, Hit me up and let's get you started. Now, on with the episode for today. Good evening, everyone. It's Tuesday, the 8th of August, 2023. And now we have started on Elizabeth's question. Uh, Elizabeth, I'd like to apologize that we are tackling this really late. I had to pace myself because I was feeling under the weather. But now I feel like I'm getting back into the groove of things. Now, um... I've already hit the speech bubble uh, to Elizabeth's message so that you can see the full context of uh, the sorts of things she wants us to discuss. So I'm just going to go straight into it. 
Now, um, Elizabeth says that people like her product, <clears throat> that people like her product, but they think it's uh, too expensive. Now, I've already made a podcast episode. Uh, I didn't do that on this group, so it's on my actual podcast, Sales for the Nigerian Business Person. And the title of that podcast was What to Do When Your Customer Says Your Price is Too High. Because it does happen in uh, sales conversations, marketing situations, or when you're negotiating. The person says that, my guy, I like this, your blah, 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 but your price is too high. In this case, what she does is she sells um, souvenirs and she has moved on into the corporate space because she thinks they're less price sensitive, which I think is a smart move to make. So I'm going to share that podcast episode where we discuss what to do when your customer says your price is too high. And so that should be able to help uh, those of us over here in the community who run into that um, objection um, every time you are talking with a customer. So since that has already been um, covered in the podcast episode, I'm not going to handle that aspect. I'll just share the podcast episode, listen to it afterwards. If you guys have any questions, feel free to ask. Don't be shy. Uh, let's see. But there are a few things that I want to um, put out to the community just so that you guys know, in case there are some of you who are unaware. If you think if they think your product is too expensive, then just know that they don't really like your product, even if they say they do. For instance, I have only had two iPhones. The first iPhones that I got, I saw them on a deal. This was a while ago, back when I was still in Lagos. And there was a deal going on at the Apple store, um, two iPhones for a uh, hundred and something grand. And I thought, okay, it would be nice to get me and my wife iPhones because we never had iPhones. But even then again, it was the iPhone uh, 5, I think, or maybe the iPhone 6. They were already two generations late. But since my wife and I are not, you know, like iPhone people per se, I just thought it would be a nice switch. We've always been Android people. And then I bought that one. My second iPhone was the one that I inherited from um, my mother and she inherited it from um, another cousin. Now, I'm one of those people who would say, hi, iPhone, it's a nice phone, Sha. it handles well, it does this, it does that. From a technical standpoint, it is this, it is this, it is that. Because my background is uh, was in um, photography and media. So on a technical, um, when it comes to technical specifications, I admire some of the things that the iPhone is um, truly equipped for. But the thing is, if I'm going around saying I like iPhones but they're too expensive, then I don't really like iPhones. On the other hand, I have a cousin who buys an iPhone every single year when the latest one drops. She has bought one this year. If they release another one next year, she will buy it next year. And guess what? If they release another one two years from now, she will buy it again. Here you have two people. One person says, ah, I like iPhones, Sha, but they're too expensive. And another person says, I like iPhones. When there's a new one out, she buys it and then she trades the old one. Now, who do you really think likes iPhones out of both of us? It's the same thing with your product. If somebody is saying, I like your cakes, I like your dresses, I like your souvenir, I like your coaching services, I like your whatever, but it is too expensive, they don't really like your product. So these sorts of people who are complaining that your product or your service is too expensive are probably not your ideal target market. Let's, let me repeat that. Those people who are complaining that your product or service is too expensive are probably not your ideal target market. Apple might listen to me and they might drop their price. And guess what will happen? 
I still will not buy the iPhone because I think it's too expensive. I'll still go and buy an Android, especially since I'm thinking if I'm going to buy a brand new phone, let me try and, you know, let me pick one for Madame as well. So I'm probably going to be on the price um, conscious end. And then when I do that, guess what happens? The people like my cousin who like to buy the iPhone, either because it's a status symbol or class or because it hints at exclusivity or something, people like her will be turned off. They won't buy iPhones anymore. They will start buying high-end Samsungs. So, if Apple was to listen to people like me, they're going to miss road. So, you should not be listening to people like me who show up and tell you that your product or your service is too expensive. If they liked it, they would buy it. There are some people who really like your product and they think it's too expensive. But you know what? They buy it and they manage. We know babes in Abuja and uh guys in lagos who do precisely that there are guys who love uh mercedes-benz they will go and buy the mercedes-benz even though they are struggling to pay house rent but you know they're mercedes-benz boys and that's what they're going to do and then there are girls that are iphone girls so uh they don't have indomie in the house but they will put out that money and they will buy the iphone even though they think it's too expensive. They love it. They'll make a way. They'll buy it. If somebody tells you it's too expensive, they're probably not your ideal target base. Don't listen to them. You're going to miss road and you're going to uh, scramble your um, product and service positioning or your branding that you struggled hard to achieve so, um, so far. The solution actually is to start prospecting in different places. Let me give an example from my uh, wedding photography um, days. Um, for those of you who are new to the group, you know that I've been, I started off as a wedding photographer some close to 15 years ago. Um, I used to go to church halls, attend uh, church uh, marriage um, classes. For instance, the cathedral in uh, Garki, in Abuja, you go there, but then people come out, they look at your stuff, they say, it's nice, but it's expensive. And then they start pricing you like they're pricing groundnuts. But then there were wedding fairs like uh, the Bridal Expo, which was organized by uh, Brides and Babies. They have their own place in uh, Wusetu. It's next to Domino's Pizza. That is a place where if you go there, you won't see wedding gown of 50K. You won't see wedding gown of 100K. Now, the brides that we would meet at those kinds of places, of course, they would like to price because everybody likes to price. But it was a different kind of conversation than the people that I was running into at the cathedral in, um, in Gariki. So, the solution is not necessarily drop your price and get the Gariki market. The solution might be stop going to Gariki, go to Wusetu, go to Meitama, move to other locations. If you're not an Abuja-based person, you're in Lagos, the analogy is the same. If you're hanging out with the Ogba crowd and the Agege Pen Cinema crowd and all those areas and it's not doing it for you, then move to the VI crowd. There are some people that do that. There are some people that start uh, the fashion outlet. In the beginning, you start, you're hanging around Mushin because, yeah, that's where you live. But eventually, you get enough clientele. You do um, you build a proper brand. You have a good enough client base. And then you save and then you open up that place in uh, Victoria Island. So... It is the same. When people say it is too expensive, then um, another problem that it might hint to there is that maybe you don't know 
the ideal use case of your product or your service. What are people using your product or your service for? For instance, this lady, um, Elizabeth, that uh, brought this to our attention, the question that we're tackling right now, she does souvenirs. If you are, if your business is souvenirs for people who do weddings and party gifts, then of course people will say it is too expensive because the wedding party is going to be 800 people, maybe 1,005. There are some of you who at your weddings, you, you guys have had 2,000 people on up. And of course the souvenir is per head. So of course they're going to start pricing you on the umbrella and on the handkerchief and then stuff like that. But Elizabeth now has moved on to um, corporate and it's different because corporate are buying the pens, the uh, Ankara, um, what's it called? When you make, you use Ankara and wrap the book and then you make these fine mugs and things like that. They're buying it for their corporate clients and banks are making money off of their corporate clients, especially the higher clients. So for the bank, it might not be a problem to say, let me buy this jota from you. One jota is 5K. Let me buy a uh, thousand. Uh, these are your embossed uh, uh, pens, your personalized pens. You're selling one, um, 800. Let me buy um, a, a carton of uh, 12. Each carton has 100 uh, pens inside or something. For them, it's not a problem because they're taking these souvenirs and they're trying to make an impression and give it to their clients because they're trying to get, um, they're trying to show appreciation and to get repeat business. So for banks, for corporate entities, the um, the calculation is different. So if people say it's too expensive, you need to figure out what it is that they're using it, um, what they're using it for, um, actually. So um, let's say people that buy baby wipes. If people are buying baby wipes, but they're using it for uh, their baby, you know, you have a brand new baby, they want the best for their brand new baby, then maybe they might have no problem with paying uh, 1,007, 1,008 for wipes. But if the person is done with babies and she just needs wipes just so that it's around the house, you clean the table or you use it to remove makeup at the end of the night, she'll probably go for Angel Baby Wipes, which used to be 800 bucks. I hear now it's like 1K, you know, so it depends. Have conversations about the use case. What are people using these things for? It will give you um, a clue. The summary of what I'm about to address now to um, Elizabeth and the rest of you is simple. Price is hardly the issue. Don't assume it is actually true. Price is easy to say. So the customer is going to say the price is too high. Price is the most obvious thing that you have control over. So it's easy for you to fall into that temptation and start thinking, ah, maybe it's the price. Let me reduce the price. It's the easiest thing to tweak. But it's hardly the issue. This is how you can tell. Is there someone who is more expensive than you in your market? If there is, then price is not the issue because people are buying from the other guy and people are buying from the other girl. So let's not be tempted to fall into this thing that price is the issue. I'm going to share the podcast episode of what you do when your customer says your price is too high. If they think that your product is too expensive, then they don't really like your product. People who like your product, they're already paying, even if they think they're expensive. They're making a way like those Lagos boys and Abuja boys who insist on buying the bands even though they have not paid house rent. If people say your stuff is too expensive, they are probably not your ideal target market. Start prospecting, start looking for customers in other places, even if it means changing locations. 
If you're tired of about on people telling you that your prices are too expensive, try Lagos. See how it works out. Or try, uh, I don't know, Ilori, any of those cities that are uh, reasonably um, close by. If people also say your products are too expensive, try and figure out what are they using it for anyway. You're going to get some uh, intel that might help you to improve your um, sales and marketing processes. But in summary, price is hardly the issue. Don't touch price now. There are other things in your business that we can tweak and then see results. Let's wait and adjust price as the very last resort. Okay, so that's it for today. Elizabeth, this is me um, tackling your first question. I will get to the other aspects of the question tomorrow. Again, sorry for the um, delay in getting to it.